The following podcast contains strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. You fool! You oaf! Stop talking to me like that. It's me, Raphael. I, I pictured Neil Breen saying that. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 4 a.m. podcast. The podcast about movies for dorks. By dorks comprised of fat boys. I'm your host. My name is Rob. I'm joined at the table by these hooligans who will name themselves in no particular order. Tony the Destroyer. Oh, it goes counterclockwise. I mean it. I he did just say one. no particular order, but I did. Matt's back. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Matt is back. Back again. All right, I'll go. The High Lord of Caldors. Damn it! That's what I was going to do. <laughs> I'm not saying I... I didn't say I was Joe Galvin. I'm Joe Galvin. Ish. Ish. <laughs> we call him Jogalvin. Jogalvin. Ayah! Okay, all right. Anyway, um, Matt's also here. Smacking sounds <laughs> we, commence. We covered that, yeah, yeah. I it's but... a, It's going to be a chopperific episode, guys. Just gird your loins for that. My cheese death sauce has already congealed. Yeah, mine too. Um, We had a birthday, and birthdays are always special around here. Whose birthday get... is it? It's little Johnny's birthday. Mine's. All mine. Jonathan. He's the old boy. I have one question for you. I am old boy. Kill your ass. What is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of the women. All right, but what if you can't afford to do that, and you have to play second fiddle to, like, some redheaded woman who you have to beat up to marry? That's my life. Uh, Wait, no, I didn't get to marry anyone. Never mind. Well, well to fuck. We'll go with it. Well, then you get the best of both worlds. Mm. Mm. Hannah Montana. Uh, the Hannah Montana special. Uh, okay, um... Red Sonia is what we watched. Yeah. What, what, what we yeah. viewed, experienced, experienced, sure took into our faces. Tony? It was my fault. It was your <laughs> fault. Well, no, I mean... It was a birthday present. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. So we did Red Sonia from 1985, rated PG-13, uh, directed by Richard Fleischer. Uh, who also did Conan the Destroyer, Amityville 3D, Tough Enough, and Soylent Green, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah. the Jazz Singer. Okay. <laughs> you say Red Sonia was pretty much the Jazz Singer. Amityville 3D? Yes. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. thing. Back in the, or some point in the 80s. How did it stack up to Boy. Jaws 3D? Better? Well, depending on how you want to look at it, I would probably watch Jaws 3D again because mm -hmm. it's so stupid. It's fun, but um, it's I mean, you've heard, heard of Jaws 3D for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, uh, about this movie, uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot going on here. Uh, some of it might have to come out as we talk more in with this, but uh, technically a Marvel character, so this is technically the first Marvel movie. Um, for beat, fun. What? Well, well, um, did it beat Howard the Duck? Did it really? Uh, they're you know they had trouble casting the lead role for Red Sonia. 
And according to IMDb, at least, Scorny Weaver was even considered mm-hmm. to play the part at one point. Yeah, I know. I mean, she's got the size, but that's about it. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, you know, he happened across a young Brigitte Nielsen who uh, was on, like, she was part. just a model. Yeah, she was a model. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll get into that as we get into this whole movie. But um, also, uh, this was produced by uh, uh, Dino De Laurentiis, who had a contract with Schwarzenegger for the Cone movies. He was supposed to be Conan in this, but they didn't have the rights, so they just... Called him Caldor, yeah, basically. Caldor, Caldor. I, I uh, believe it's Calador, or am it, I? It, no, it, it's, 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 I'm sure it is. Yeah. Just, but just eighty. But he, yeah, he's Lord Caldor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People but, that are listening to this, if they're under thirty, will like. Yeah, no yeah. idea what we're Guys, doing. Ames yeah. is coming back this year. Oh. They're opening like seven stores. Ames? Ames. Wow. How did that return before Toys R Us? Ah. Better deci- business decision. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I think everybody has a better business decision. Toys R Us. Fair enough. Uh, and Toys R Us is open in Texas. Oh. Yeah. Now, uh, Tony, I just wanted to jump in and ask a question, though. Like, you were mentioning that first Marvel movie claim, like, yeah. If Conan the Barbarian, like Conan comics, were around like the seventies, right? Was under that the Marvel, Marvel though? It was, was under that... the Marvel label. Yeah. yeah. And I also, mean... well, if that's the case, why didn't they have the rights to Conan for this? Well, and why isn't Conan the first? Marvel, oh, I see like, what you're Marvel saying. Movie. That's what I'm saying. Is and why does Santa's reindeer know how to fly? But would the argument I... then be that Conan is following like the novel canon versus comic canon? Where like, are did you? Sony exist as a novel or just as the comic character, and that's the basis? Yeah, Tony. That, the hell. I did not think to research all this, so I'll get back to you on okay. a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> Hi-ya. Sorry. Hi-ya. Yeah, I don't I know because. Well, no, the whole thing because Red Sonia originally was made written, but I don't even remember by who in some magazine. She then repri- became a recurring character in the Conan series, which. I, the, the the people who have and hadn't had the rights of Conan Red Sonia's it's fucking all over the map because I believe he's currently a DC character if I'm not Probably mistaken Dark Horse yeah. Dark Horse mm. yes thank you uh, and Red Sonia is like whatever that one I think that's like borderline porn I don't know well, it's it's weird I, it's from what I understand in 2013 they sort of rebooted her and it's just a disaster oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's it's it's a fucking long story. I yeah. had a lot to read and got very I mean, little out of it. But. She's she's no longer like a softcore porn character, but it's like every every woke trope possible. I heard. Yeah. Yay. Um, that that's a whole mess yeah. we don't need to get into right now. But you might be right. I don't know. Uh, more importantly, Dino De Laurentiis, uh, like I said, producer had the uh, a contract, a long-standing contract with Schwarzenegger. It lost the rights to Conan, so he couldn't do it. Uh, but he was supposed to have a cameo in this. That cameo got extended, and he got top billing over Brigitte Nielsen. And he basically was like, fuck you, I'm getting out of this contract and everything. It was a whole mess there, too. Uh, and in some countries, I think this is even called Caldor, uh, whatever the fuck his name is. Caldor's mm-hmm. um, the movie. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, and, a lot of Beast Wars there. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, Schwarzenegger thinks this is the worst movie he's ever made. I has uh, he watched his movies? Yeah, he has not watched <laughs> plenty of his movies. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, I like the the child abuse tie-in where he he threatens his children with showing this to them yes. if they misbehave. 
And apparently... All of his kids? Maria or Sh- just the legitimate ones? <laughs> well, yeah, apparently uh, Maria Shriver also said, like, if this doesn't cure, it kill your career, nothing will. I was like, oh, lady, you don't know what's coming. Wait, was he... Was he with Maria Shriver back then? He was living with I, her. I, and yeah, he was living yeah. with Maria Shriver at the time. They were not married yet, wow. but uh, he was shacking up with Brigitte Nielsen while they were on set for Red Sonia. Oh, uh, and it was, I think, supposedly it was fucking her. Oh, sorry. Am I allowed? No, this is a Christian Okay, podcast. all right. <laughs> fucking around with Brigitte Nielsen um, that supposedly made him evaluate what he wanted and decided he was going to go marry Maria Shriver. So, <laughs> um, but because I, I remember like, like reading, uh, like he admitted to it in uh, his autobiography thing years ago. But Brigitte Nielsen said something that was along the lines of like, yeah, no act was unpermitted. We really tried everything. And it was like kind of kind of messed up. Whoa. Yes, um, but yeah, but so they were living together. I found she had too much flesh on her face. <laughs> All right. So I want to guess how much money this movie cost to make. <laughs> Twenty million dollars. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, CD Rob. I think, I think twenty-five. Even though that strikes me as wrong because it's eighty-five, but I feel like twenty-five is the number. Are those honest to god gumdrops over there? Yeah, oh, they had some god. big set pieces. I'm gonna roll with fourteen point nine million. Eighteen. We're all over the map. Fuck, John in the last minute. Yeah, it's eighteen million dollars. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. Uh, you want to guess how much it made? Not that. <laughs> Six. I'm going to guess 12. I think nine. <laughs> One? <laughs> oh, no. Are we talking? Oh, no. no. Don't, don't do that. Just I Did everybody but Matt overshoot? Is this like AOC's movie? Did um one dollar and a box of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if John was going to snake it again. Uh, it was seven million dollars. Oh my! My wager was six. Yes. Yeah, but I, I, your yeah, the, reaction, I was just like, wow. That's... No, but my reaction was more like because you were so close. Oh, I was like oh. waiting for John to just be like seven oh, and like, like hit it right on oh. again. Oh okay. But um, yeah. That's wow. That sucks. Yeah, this was not <laughs> jump particularly well. Your left. mouth is full of cheese. Who's in this movie? <laughs> movie need oh, yeah. Emma's gonna love this episode. Bridget Nielsen. B E X S S said to keep eating, so I did. I never stopped. No, yeah, we don't. You got the guy from Indiana Jones, the you know the Nazi guy, Melty Face as. Um, Eigel, uh, <laughs> that's his name, Melty Face. Melty Face, yep. <sighs> Hang on. Give me one second. What would this movie so, uh, so Tony, while Joe is looking, yeah, so while, so while Joe is looking that up, actually, John, while Joe is looking that up, <laughs> who do we have at the table? Who do we have? Yeah, what's all this shit? Name all this shit we have on the oh, table, please. Well, we've got like two. One plate of what appears to be homemade cookies. I don't know from who. Not me. Uh, we've got a whole sack full of holiday pomegranate hard candies that are apparently a product of Mexico. 
They got that real sugar. We got another plate of cookies that appear to be uh, from stores. Snickerdoodle Oreos, mm-hmm. some sort of chocolate pretzels, uh, peanut covered, peanut butter covered pretzels, peanut butter covered pretzels with <laughs> Oreos and M and M's. They're not spicy. Okay, and M and M's and Oreos. Not spicy. No. Nope. Matt just stole one. Yeah. Didn't steal it. They're there for everybody. Um, uh, some sort of Christmas tree cookie wafer thing that I'm going to bake one of. Yep. Um, we've also got Monaco spiced waffle cookies. A bevy of old people candies. Um, we've got a whole bag of peppermint candies, also a product of Mexico. Yes. Um, a big old sack of gum. I mean gumdrops. Um, oh, I got gumdrop in my mouth. <laughs> and are uh, they also from Mexico? They are from Mexico. Sean, have you ever pooped a balloon? <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Dutch speculas from Mexico. Um, Probably (laughs) Uh, from Dutch. (laughs) No, they they are. Or Morgan. These are product of the Netherlands. Okay, Schwarzenegger. Just like Brigitte Nielsen. All right, I'm cutting back in. Yay! Arnold Schwarzenegger is Keldors. Bridget Nielsen is Red Sonia. Sandal Bergman is Queen Gedrin. Paul L. Smith is Falcon. Ernie Reyes Jr. is Prince Tarn. And then they just, the next three people, they literally just took from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Ronald Lacey as uh, Ikoi, uh, Pat Roach as Birtag, and Terry Richards as Jart. For those of you that don't know, Terry Richards was the guy with the scimitars in the market who Indy just shot. Yep. And uh, Pat Roach shot. was the uh, the man with the mustache that he had fisticuffs with by the plane that famously oh, goes through have. the uh, propeller. Yeah, just, yeah, that goes through the propeller. It's all people but need to know. Pat Roach is in a lot of Arnold movies as yeah. just a dude who gets beaten up. <laughs> Maybe they're buddies. And also, Icor is just Loki back. What? Or uh, whatever the... Yeah, Icol. Icol. Oh, and Icol. Okay, right. Icor. I was yeah, like... I, I can't talk. Okay. Um, I will say you both did a great job. However, John, uh, you did not mention cheese dip. There's the death cheese dip. Which is kind of a big... Can we reveal the proprietary recipe for cheese death? Yeah, you, you really want... Well, the cheese dip I refer to as cheese death. Okay. It is a block of Velveeta cheese <laughs> and a can or two of Rotel diced tomatoes and peppers. <laughs> Warm it until it's melted and eat it. <laughs> there go, Boo! Mind blown, everybody! Yeah. And then just feel Mind your you. arteries slowing down. Me who only cooks with a microwave, that is fucking sorcery. I mean, I had to cut the the block of cheese up yeah. and open the cans, I guess. And actually use a use a hot you know, a crock pot. I yeah. did. I did use a crock pot with Joe, a liner. That's too advanced for Joe. I didn't save over a hot crock pot for six minutes. <laughs> During <just> occasionally, <clears throat> I think yeah. I think I could probably use a little bit more cheese though. Do we have more cheese? Oh yeah, it, uh, pretty. There's a robust supply. Cheese is getting pretty low there, pal. Velveeta. I'll need some uh, more things. All right, <laughs> so this movie starts off pretty pretty rapey. Um, well, starts off as all. Good oh, uh, you're, sword, you're sword and sorcery movies start with and, a text crawl. And as all bad ones do, yes. too. <laughs> and a burning homestead. It's like, it's a really, <laughs> really standard. blocky font that is hard to read. It's basically <laughs> like, you don't care, I don't care, <laughs> yeah. no you one's reading this, 
The E's look like bees. We're in the kingdom of Hyboria. There's a fierce warrior woman with flaming red hair. Uh, and she's Red Sonia. Um, the carpet matches the Now dwarves. here's her getting raped. Yeah, now we, we get pretty rapey. It opens up on a burning house. This, like, Queen Gedrin shows up. She's like, yo, Red Sonia, you're hot. Let me hit that. Red Sonia's like, I'll hit you in the face with this club. Scars her. And I then, like girls. Yeah. Gedrin's like, oh, well, then um, I'm going to have my men ravage you, kill your parents, burn your house down. Kill your parents. Kill your brother. Take your horse kill off your a kill cliff. Your, kill your hymen. Um, you know. No. So, this queen is is pretty horny for this Red Sonia. Yeah. So horny. So horny for her. I mean, I looking for you. Yeah. But, She's like, I I put on my scissoring armor. Yeah. My crotchless scissoring armor. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing some scissoring. So, for those of you not. Um, not familiar with the actress. The with the act of scissoring. Lady who, well, no, I'm not going to explain that. But the lady who plays please, Queen, Joe, uh, Queen Gedrin is the, um, what's her name? Uh, from, um, Conan, uh, Valeria. Wait, yeah. she's also Valeria. in Conan? Yeah. yeah. That was so, Valeria. With, yeah, with Valeria. Yeah. Black hair. And Valeria, I think, was at least offered an audition, an audition for Red Sonia, but said no. Yeah, um, she, she wanted to, to play the bad guy just to make things even more confusing. Mm-hmm. Like I, just I know, recycle I, half the cast. I know in the previous Conan movie, I kind of played like a Red Sonia like character, but gonna be in this one just as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Guys, by the way, she likes that shiny armor. We need to eat everything on this table. For well, we're working on it. We're uh, we're going. Um. All right. So yeah, she's she's defiled. Her parents are dead. Her brother's dead. Her horses are dead. The house is dead. Crops are dead. And then this random ghost, I don't even know if we get a name. I think it was supposed to be some sort of deity. Yeah. The ghost of Christmas past. Ghost of Christmas past shows up. It's like, I'm going to poke you in the forehead with my sword. It's going to give you all kinds of divine power. Um, She does be strong as a man. But don't get touched by a man. Yeah, no. Not unless he could beat you in a fair fight. Um, Also, here's a title card. That's what Matt's gonna tell his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's a title card. Yeah, or yeah. Be touched by it. yeah. And I'll then it's just strong as a man. Just don't let yourself be touched by one. Cut to Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> riding a horse you. throughout the Italian countryside. I don't like where that's forever. Just, just, just like fighting. ten minutes of Arnold on a horse. I think they just let him out and he got lost. Yeah. Um, and then finally he comes to a rope bridge which has been cut and he's just like, damn. I'm going to be late to the big old teepee temple uh, where there's a bunch of ladies with silly hats that are about to destroy this glowing green talisman. Uh, they're going to cast it into the darkness because this talisman is powered by light. So he's some sort of like... It's the Lord of Kaldor. It's his responsibility to see it destroyed. Yeah. yeah. The ladies just keep it. Because they can touch. So where is his guardian? Where's his castle? Like at the mall, in the back, <laughs> like in the stock room? He, by, by the shady it's across uh, the street from tunnel. the land of Bradley. It, yeah. yeah, it's like in Minecraft where you don't have a mini map mod. You just build this awesome building. And oh, then it's just, just somewhere you, you've lost it. Like <laughs> you can't go back there. <laughs> yeah, you log since. You just build another one the next time you stop. Yeah. So if you miss the title card, the cinematography for the first five minutes is just like straight up spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Rachel and Meg. Um. 
But weren't most of Sergio Leone's like actually filmed in like Europe or something? Spain. Like Spain? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, was, I forgot some of the things now, but I th- one of the Conans was in Spain. This, I believe, was this primarily Italy. Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could tell the 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 the, the, uh, t- the credits at the end looked like my friggin' family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, this is like spaghetti western territory, like. Probably some of these shots have been in other Western films. I mean, when, once probably. you get Ennio Morricone to get your mm-hmm. to do your like theme, you know, your soundtrack, you pretty much know what you're in for. And honestly, I think of everyone involved in the movie, he probably tried the hardest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so like they're doing this ceremony to destroy the gloating green talisman, and um, the the melty faced Nazi from Indiana Jones. <laughs> Uh, Eichel, he's just like <laughs> up on like the top of the teepee, and he just throws a ninja star right into the head priest's like most armored part. And then you see her later, and it's like a fucking bloodbath. Like <laughs> she got hit with a Sam Raimi blood geyser, but she's just like dies. And then a bunch of men wearing equally silly hats, possibly even sillier hats, come storming in. And yeah. We get we get a fracas. I could not keep track of all the silly hats in this movie. There's yeah. so many. Um, or the sword fights, for that matter. Well, you just, you're watching a bunch of black dudes give it to a bunch of white women. Dudes wearing black. Long I would I would like white. to point out. Long pause. That did not come out of my mouth, <laughs> everybody <laughs> here. And, uh, I think Joe opened up the wrong tab. When that, was Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that was Joe. Please say, the ladies are... Uh, they're doing all right in the beginning. They're, the they're fighting them off. House. But then uh, they get the door closed, but there's a whole other wave of dudes rappelling in from behind. It looked like and it was really give a it numbers game, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You might say they got double teamed. They got double teamed, yeah. <laughs> from the front and the back. Um, and uh, some of the women get taken prisoner. Most of them get killed. There's this one redheaded chick named Varna who's just like, I'm just going to not move and hide behind this pillar, which seems to fool them. I guess they have really bad peripheral vision in the silly helmets. Yeah. Being black and all. Mm-hmm. Joe. <laughs> the hell. The hell, Don't Joe. blame that one on me. Um, Alright, so now... They have, like, blinders on their helmets. It's, yeah. Or, I mean, it's not even that. It's like they're wearing... <laughs> they have, like... Well, some of them. There's a wide variety, but they have, like, a helmet... With like a skull that has a helmet with horns and like a, 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 one of those mohawk feathery deals. And they only have like like a samurai like eye slit to see out of. Yeah. Um. So after the battle basically calms down, there's there's like four or five of these ladies left prisoner, and uh, Queen Gedrin comes in and uh, she takes the talisman and uh, she just has one of her dudes touch it. And he's just immediately jump cut it out of the movie. <laughs> just, whoop, disappears. The first thing is highlighted green. Mm-hmm. Then he, ha- she has her like, um, uh, like um, handmaiden or whatever touch it, and she's fine. So oh, she is definitely like, fine. Only ladies oh, yeah. can touch it. Um, so she tells four dudes to it's pick it up. My role too. <laughs> yep. Well, present company excluded. Mm-hmm. Well, we're the four dudes that pick it up. No. <laughs> um. So uh, good on them for being able to uh, create this little cage thing to carry it to. Mm-hmm. Somehow they just knew its measurements. Um, so yeah, they're leaving with it. Well, meanwhile, uh, Varda or Varna here finds a secret wall, escapes, but like three dudes with crossbows are like, "I see you!" They chase her down. She's out running them, but then it's zipline time. <laughs> just random medieval ziplines. 
Just a zip sure. line. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who, who put that zip line there? Mm-hmm. I think this was early Parmistan from mm. Jakarta. Oh, God. <laughs> those, those have been there forever. <laughs> no one knows. There. Yeah, it, there's, if you, they weren't in the right area, but if they were, she would have found the pommel horse. The royal zip line placed by the gods. Yeah. Mm. So she gets the shit crossbowed out of her. And she swoops right into the arms of a waiting Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, who's just like, his facial expression doesn't change. He's just like, okay. He takes her and <laughs> puts her down by now. a tree, immediately pulls the bolt out of her back, so she bleeds to death. Yeah, the um, least uh, medically appropriate way to approach that problem. He, he knows how to kill things, not save them. Yeah, he brings... Like, he begins the initial process of, like, pulling the ripcord on his brain to form a sentence <laughs> when, like, seven dudes run out to, to fight him. And a common theme through this movie is no one, like, everyone knows how to throw one attack, and that's it. Like, if you block that, they are totally susceptible to your counter. They just hold their sword where they swung it and uh, just leave it there. I hope you like overhand swings, because that's what you're getting in this That's movie. all anyone's been taught. None of the other moves have been invented yet. Lift your sword up with both hands, scream, and run at your enemy. Yeah, so um, Arnold just easily dispatches all these dudes, including a sick decapitation on the last one, Mm -hmm. where they clearly just took a doll head in a helmet and just hucked it up in the air. Because there's like three or four decapitations in this movie where you never see the head leave the body. Like, it's just a head flying through the air. Um, You'd think it was the same mannequin head each time. mm. Well, but you could tell by the silly hats. Those keep changing. Well, but they could just be changing the same... You know, well, you, that's true, yeah. The same <laughs> Slapping a mustache on yeah, it for yeah. the wizard. Um, all right. So either way, Arnold... The, uh, Varna's like, you gotta get my sister, Red Sonia. Arnold's like, all right, I guess I'll just leave you here. And uh, we gotta go find Red Sonia. And we cut to the weirdest looking man in the world. <laughs> the alleged grandmaster is like a... He's like a James Hong... With, uh, like, um, I don't even know what I would, who has that hair. He's evolving into a Mothra. Like a Queen Amidala (laughs) hair, kinda. Yeah. Um, but it's white, and then he's wearing a white robe with, like, black accents, and then he has, like, six flags coming out of him that make him, you know, have, like, the wingspan of an Andean condor. (laughs) 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 Um, it just looks so friggin' weird. And there's like a man in like a Zart, like a black Zardoz outfit trying to fight Bridget Nielsen. And she's just beating his ass. And as she does, apparently you you show approval for good fighting by slapping the side of your sword on your breast. Because there's a bunch of guys there whose helmets literally have blinders on them. Um, just going like. And um, they got heartburn. Yeah. And this guy just gets the shit kicked out of him. She was like, make some noise. And then, like, um, the the Grandmaster's like, oh, you fight so good, but maybe you should think about maybe kissing a boy. She's like, I won't! (laughs) Boy, you're icky. (laughs) He's like, that's your vulnerability. You don't like the men. Uh, You're too sexy to not like the men. Indeed. Um, years away from that being an acceptable thing. Now go into my uh, sword hut and have a hallucination. <laughs> so, yeah, she walks in a room full of swords, and one of them just goes like, Sonia! John's used that move on women before, though. Just sends into a sword. Uh, and, yeah, veritable Bud K catalog. There can be only one. <laughs> um, 
here, and she pulls out this sword that looks like it's so friggin' front-weighted that it would be borderline unusable. Especially by someone of her size. Mm -hmm. What say you, John? Yeah, no, that's a ridiculous... uh, The balance would be way off. Mm -hmm. It's probably made of aluminum. So it has, like, a diesel guard and then, like, another ornament or two past yeah, the guard. Yeah, it's got, like, a crescent moon-shaped uh, A little wiggling thing hanging off. Hanging mm. off. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a reference to femininity. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds like, I don't understand this. It's yeah. probably a reference to femininity. <laughs> it's probably a vagina. <laughs> I mean, it does It does look like... Really the, it looks it like the same symbol that the, that the ladies had on their hats. Mm. At the possibly, oh, yeah. you might be right. I missed that. So it looks like an upside down vagina. Um. So yeah, Arnold appears. He's like, "I need red Sonia." I've never seen one. Takes her to see her sister, who's just hanging out under a giant bull. This rock. Yeah, yeah he, t- he took her to Beetlejuice's <laughs> garden. Yeah, <laughs> to die. <laughs> Yeah, it had like a... Sorry, I've never had to pull out before. Yeah. <laughs> had like a calf skull and like a giant um, uh, armadillo feet. And I, I don't yeah. know what the hell was going on with this thing. And um, yeah, so Sonia comes over and her sister is like, he pulled the arrow out and just left it there. Like, I'm bleeding to death. And um, she's like, you gotta, you gotta stop Gedrin in 13 days. Or the talisman's just going to fuck everything up. It's too powerful. Um, and then I couldn't hear the rest of what she said because at this point it was revealed that Arnold is um, named Kaldors and we all had a good laugh. Um, so then we see Sonia burn her sister's corpse and um, we see all, a, uh, shall we say, a storm cloud off in the distance? Yeah, think, we'll say that. Um, that's what it was yeah. purporting to be. It looks about as good as the storms we saw in the Rankin-Bass movies we watched. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure somewhere but. under that uh, there's a killer that's putting his soul in a doll. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, turns out that's the kingdom of Havelock. And it's ruled. By a very young Ernie Rage Jr. And Rob is about to throw up. Nope. I got it. I choked <laughs> it down. Alright. We're good. <clears throat> um so Caldor's like, hey, could I come? And Bridget's like, oh. No, you're a boy, I don't like you. I'm blueberry. And he's like, fine, I'll follow you. There's probably more in there if you want. Um so they go to um I mean she goes into Hablock and basically finds Ernie Reyes Jr., who at this point I don't know his name, so I called him Prince Little Shit. <laughs> yeah. And this big guy um, just fucking around with a hand. Like, Ernie Reyes Jr. is just standing on the fingers over a vat of boil- boiling mud, uh, like a bog of eternal stench. It's like a giant stone hand. I mean, not, yeah. they didn't just find a hand and, like, you know. Yeah, giant stone hand. Playing jerk-off games with it. I don't know, that... that... Cowadillo thing might have been mm-hmm. alive at some points. So maybe this hand was. I don't know. So, like, yeah, Falcon's holding okay. it down. Sonia comes by and holds it so, like, the prince can get off and then uh, <laughs> do with that what you will. Um, and then, like, we find out basically that Gedrin came over and was, like, told Hablock to surrender, destroyed half of it, and then, um, Urias Jr., the prince, he was like, I ain't surrendering, so she destroyed the other half of it. And moved on. And all of his subjects have left, so the entirety of Hablock now consists of uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. as Prince Tarn. 
um, a little shitty six-year-old and uh, this this big guy uh, with a large bone club named Falcon. Um, and I believe he has four daggers across his chest. Yeah. A bandolier. Mm-hmm. And he played Bluto in the Robin Williams Popeye movie. Mm-hmm. We also find out that Queen Gedrin lives in the kingdom of Burkelbane, land of eternal night. <laughs> um, Outside the river of Hooky Blooky. So, um... Spooky Bookie. Hooky Kooky. She's like, all right, well, screw you two. <laughs> I'm leaving you, there. leaving you behind. I'm off. I travel alone. I gotta go talk to this guy, Vertag, because uh, I need him to open a gate for me. Apparently, like, Vertog's <laughs> built, like, a wall across the world. I don't know why this one gate is so important. Um, he's basically medieval Trump. And, yep. Like, she just needs to get out of America. Yeah. So he's like, yo, come up here. Um, you want to you wanna go through that door, you got to pay the toll. The troll toll. Yeah. <laughs> and that means I got to access your lady hole. She's like, I'll just fucking kill you. <laughs> and um, he's like, no, you won't. <laughs> and, uh Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull my wiener on you. They have a, a bit of a sword fight, but it uh, it doesn't last very long. And yeah. Sonya eventually cuts his belly open and stabs him, and he bleeds to death on his bed, couch, throne thing. <laughs> um, his brouch. His brouch. <laughs> his race car throne. The rest of the uh, guys who are wearing possibly the silliest helmets in the entire film. Also possibly tights? Well, they're not wearing pants. No. Yeah. no. Several of them look like Ashy Larry. Yeah, <laughs> they did look like Ashy Larry. And no, none of them have bathed in a long time. Yeah, that could be it. Maybe they were dirty and it looked like they were wearing tights. Mm -hmm. All of them were dressed like they were backup dancers at a uh, in a Janet Jackson music yeah. video. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever the fuck was going on. They had a sort of bird theme on lizard. their masks. Oh, lizards. That's right. Yeah. Lizard, yeah. So the soldiers are kind of, like, closing in on her, but not, they're all like, I don't want to be the first guy that goes over there. <laughs> they just killed, she just killed our, like, king. And Arnold's just like, Oh <laughs> yeah! <laughs> just murders this one guy with, like, a full jumping slash. Yeah. And he just starts killing everyone. Oh, yeah. And, like... Red Sonia's like, I, I'm not going to save you. I'm just leaving. And he's like, that's fine. Close the gate. Leave me in here with <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> I didn't come here to get out. <laughs> and so she keeps going. And he's just like, ha ha, like Baron Munchausen style on a horse <laughs> running around beheading people. <coughs> this is what I do best. Um, and we immediately cut back to Prince Tarn, who is being drawn and quartered by some highwaymen. And you see little Ernie Reyes getting stretched. Currently just, yeah, currently just drawn. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, uh, what's the guy from, um, this bandit guy? He looks like Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, with a like, really dumb hat. Uh, yeah, he looks like he's doing his very best Captain Jack Sparrow impression. <laughs> and, but, I believe as Matt said while watching this, but if he was played by Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah. Or... But like really coked out Tom Petty. Or John yeah, C. McGinley uh, or he's he's basically yeah. like, I can tell by your hat you must have a lot of gold. And he's like, I don't have any gold, you ruffian. <laughs> I'm not wearing a hat at the moment, you yeah. dick. Cretin. 
And um, fucking yeah, this kid a has screaming a, eels. This kid has a potty mouth, by the way. Yeah. Red Sonia um, mm-hmm. comes upon this, and it's it's borderline like um, Sir Lancelot's assault on the castle. Like she holds her sword up and goes like, <laughs> running from like <laughs> like a whole football field away, uh, just like cuts the ropes free. And starts fighting these dudes, one of which is just right, you know, one of the ones on the horse just slams his face into a tree branch. Um, she just outright murders the uh, the Tom Petty looking guy. Falcon, who's been skulking in the woods this whole time, throws a dagger into another dude, pulls an entire horse over by grabbing the rope, and then just beats the guy riding the horse with his bone club. Now, the guy that played Falcon, I know he was in a bunch of things, but like... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did he ever do anything else? Like, was he ever a wrestler or like? Because he's got some decent physicality. He was just yes. a big dude. He just big. I can tell. Yeah, he just uses his bigness. I, guess. Said, I, I forgot what was the bad guy that just died. Joe's recap. What was his name again? By By Goth, whatever. Oh, uh, Bertag. Bertag. Yeah, whatever. Bertag. Like, because he was a, a pro wrestler yeah. and uh, martial yep. artist, but I couldn't find anything for uh, Paul Smith there. Um, what? Aside from being Pluto. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> he, a, he just that's his job is playing a large man. What do we think of Falcon's signature weapon here? He just has like a giant leg bone, bone club. like a, a larger than normal femur. He's a cue bone. I mean, yeah. he has to go. He has to go out in the field, field and kill a bunch more great Jagras so he can upgrade that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought that was a cool idea though. That's a nice. That was a monster hunter. Yeah, well, I got like two minutes into that. That's okay. <laughs> that's a nice like different weapon that actually looks to me like you could fight with that reasonably effectively. Yeah. I don't know how it would stand up to continued use. He never used the pointy end of it. He yeah. only ever. Well, used we don't the... know what weird fucking mythological hybrid shit that came out. That's of true. It yeah. might have come out of that rock monster that, they were, that yeah. the sister died under. Um, but we also find out that Prince Tarn is a sort of martial artist, and he just kicks the shit out of one of these guys until the guy runs away. Uh, yeah. Including a flying kick to the taint at one point. Yeah, true. I mean, that only that his 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 art martial arts skills go only so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he only knows like two, maybe yeah. three martial arts noises. Oh yeah, he's. Got, I too he have been repeatedly kicked noises. by a toddler it's in not the taint. <laughs> no, <laughs> and he's just like ah. Oh, yeah. Especially when the person the toddler is fighting genuinely doesn't care about the toddler's well-being. <laughs> um, so now we cut back to Queen Gedrin and Eichol. They arrive at their evil castle, <coughs> which I, I have named Castle Circle Door, because I don't know what it's actually called. Castle Butthole Door. Yeah, it has a weird circular door, which I guess that thing would be hard as hell to knock in, but I don't know how you open and close it. Um, I don't think they know. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like... You gotta tickle the... You stick your hand in a hole and it's, tickle something. It seemed to be really fickle. It's like sometimes inserting something would make the door shut, and sometimes inserting it would make the door open. Yeah. Like, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta catch it in the right it's mood. true. Yeah. You also gotta spit on it first. Yeah, sometimes right. you gotta get the door, like, excited about it. You just gotta use your fingertip in a circular motion for yeah. a minute. Just... The door really should go to the bathroom before you try and enter. But luckily, if it doesn't feel like putting out, you could just climb the faces in the walls to get in. That's true. You can just force yourself in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh huh. So <laughs> it's a good weird. So she's Queen, on. She's on her Sibian throne. Yeah, Queen Gedrin, <laughs> oh, though God. she's like 
Okay, here's my plan. We need to supercharge this talisman. Let's bring it to the Chamber of Lights, which is a room with like a thousand fucking candles. It's like, just put it outside. Like, just put it in the sun. There is no sun. It's the land of eternal darkness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this land of eternal darkness is filmed in day for night. So clearly the sun is out. Land of eternal day for night. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I calls like, I don't think this is a good idea. The talisman's already pretty powerful. And, you know, they're about to have an argument when the fucking um, silliest wizard in the world runs in. And he's just like, <laughs> I have news of enemies approaching. This shit broke the movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> Bubbles. Like, like this the whole scene is so disparate from the rest of the film. Like, mm-hmm. I... <laughs> it threw me off completely. Yeah, like I, if, if you had Jack Sparrow and like fucking Blippy from YouTube and a Hadron Collider, like mm-hmm. just coming out wiggling their fingers, dressed and going, like, a, like a lands neck mercenary <laughs> shot with a tranquilizer. This, I, I, my That's memory not a bad. Uh, my memory is garbage, now, but. but I know I brought this up not that long ago, and I'm sad I have to do it again, but. Once again, this character is way too close to Tingle for my life. Yeah, <laughs> Tingle. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, right. like, um, wait, we're talking Zelda. Tingle? Yeah. 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 Right. It looks like Santa's friend Merlin. So while your while your defenses no, it are looks like Santa's friend, Santa's other yeah, friend, other friend, special like, friend. Yeah, watches the kids John, form in a band. No, from the, by no. the Who was the freaky elf guy in the the Rankin and Bass like claymation things that he was always like doing weird? Also, things. Tingle. Wait, that's yeah. what I was gonna ask. That's why I was like, oh. yeah. And that was my is, first thought. And then wait, I is what I thought you meant. Was he Tingler? But he's kind of like both. Yes. No. Or I mean, he was a Tingler. <laughs> he was Tingler. Okay. He was arrested for tingling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, so, he can't go within just, 500 yards just, of any schools. We just did that last. On account of yeah. the tingling. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, because it's a one-two punch. Oh, that is the one that brought well, me bringing up. Sorry. While oh, you're okay. shaking off the cobwebs from that, like, you are not prepared for her just to walk near to the throne and pet the the most ridiculous spider puppet, which is this like friggin' kind of cute, hairy, giant tarantula thing that's it can't move anywhere, but it can its legs can gyrate up and down. Well, they went to they went to Caldor's. Yep, <laughs> they found a He-Man spider figure, mm-hmm. and then they went to Joanne Fabrics and found some fur and put the fur <laughs> yeah. on the spider. I think what you meant to say is they went to Caldor. And when they found it was closed, it was replaced with a spirit Halloween. So they just took a spider. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Also, um, am I nuts? Does this ever come up again? No, 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 yeah, no reason for it whatsoever. That's what um, I thought. But I'm pretty sure it also has eyebrows. I, I believe so. <laughs> uh, I, should I be able to also reasonably assume that the majority of people listening to you are old enough to remember Caldors? No, like, no, no, we make no assumptions we, yeah, we don't here. Care. No, one, one <laughs> we'll, we all don't know about right. Caldors. Hey, yeah, well, doesn't. You know what? You got Google. Figure it out. Yeah. So, Will um, doesn't know about Walmart. She's like, bring out the internet. Let's look at these fucking, uh, these intruders. And they have this one muscly man whose job is just to push this big metal dish out. And the wizard, like, does his little mumba jumbo to fire it up. And Tingle jingle. Of course, the last thing they were tingle jingling to was some, um, 
some topless woman dancing around by a smoke machine. I and, missed that. Yeah. Oh, her titties yeah. were out. Oh, yeah. He forgot to clear his browsing history. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Uh, so, no. I saw, okay. Yeah. No. I saw that. I didn't realize she had her tits out. Yeah. I didn't but <laughs> I think because I was too busy writing down that it was like the same thing that Chewbacca's dad jerks off to in the yeah. yes. holiday no. special. Except she got to see actual. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to rewatch the film. What's his name again? Itchy. Itchy. Yeah. Itchy. Um, Itchy Baka. <laughs> also Lumpy Baka. Lumpy Baka and Malabaka, <laughs> which sounds like an Italian curse word. <laughs> you Malabaka. <laughs> Somebody get any Malabaka off of my lawn. I don't know. I feel like I your itchy baka mouth. This we place. call the lumpy baka if we ever went to Japan. This place oh, was oh, so yeah. much better before all these malabaka moved into the neighborhood. So Queen Gedrin looks at the wizard like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Please go to the correct channel. Chris Pratt, if you ever need uh, Italian <laughs> lessons, you can just come on over. <laughs> I read that Italians are actually missing five bones in their wrist compared to other. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Like I have severe carpal tunnel. Yeah, throughout the whole entire. Didn't you hear? He's totally got this covered. He spent his whole life trying to beat up Koopas. Okay, never mind. All right, all right. So, um, hopefully, somebody got that. Basically, the uh, the wizard's magic hijacks the movie's cameras, and we just get a like a close up of Prince Tarn and Falcon. And then Red Sonia, and she's like, oh, I want that lady. Yeah. She used to be unharmed, but you could kill the little shit and his fat fucker following him. <laughs> um, so, But uh, when you find her, uh, shave just the sides of her head. Like, already done, ma'am. Um, I've been trying to bang her since high school. So we reach Berkelbane, and Berkelbane is surrounded by a giant chasm. But luckily, there's like some ginormous cow thing just fell such that its ass and face were stuck on either end of the chasm. And it was just like, well, I guess I'm going to die now. Like a dinosaur, maybe. I'm pretty sure it was trying to. Oh, it was a unicorn too. And then it fell in. Norbert, the horn was curved like a rhino horn. It wasn't mm, straight out a rhino. Like a was spiral. it supposed to be a dragon? Everybody, is that what we're? It was a dwarf. Unicornosaurus. Yeah, it was unicornosaurus. Yeah, it was supposed to be a mythical saurus. So unicornosaurus. Weird. Every Friday I have a mythical saurus too. <laughs> So, <laughs> Tarn just starts talking a bunch of shit at this point. He just releases a barrage of filth. Um, things I will not repeat here. So, um, Wait, hmm? why not? That's your job. You piece of shit. Let me see if I can get some of these down. <clears throat> now, what happened next, Joe? There may be some <laughs> racial epithets in here. And what happened so, next, yeah, Joe? Yeah, give him the Doritos. Uh, Red Sonia then is just like, that's it. I'm whooping your ass. I don't care that you're like six. Just takes him off his horse, puts him over her knee. Falcon comes in and stops her, though. He's and like, spank, spank me, ma'am. Yeah. I beg of you. He does offer. He's like, if you're going to hit anyone, hit me. Uh, she's like, I, I don't want to touch you, like, ever. <laughs> I deserve all the pankins, ma'am. Um, so Tarn decides to, you know, back up there. But um, next scene, we see that um, they're all sleeping, except Tarn is practicing with his sword behind a rock. As 
As adolescents tend to do. Yeah. yeah, you know, gotta well, have some discretion. Especially after that, you know, how close he got to a spanking there. He was just... Oh, yeah. No. Dude, he, he had, he had to take and I, I don't blame him. He's gotta, gotta go no. behind the rock for a little... That's why I sat behind the couch, guys. <laughs> so... I broke my wood. Um, Did you kill your dragon, John? So she's like, all right, I'll teach you how to do some sort... No, no, first they fight. And she just beats Tarn's ass. Like, he tries his flying kick, and she just grabs his ankle and swats him out of the air. Uh, and then he tries to stab her with a sword, and she just takes it from him. So he's like, all right, can you teach uh. me how to be a badass? She's like, okay. Gets behind him, puts her hands on his sword. <laughs> he makes this face that is unacceptable. Everything about this scene yep. is unacceptable. She yeah. tries to let go. He grabs her hand. He's like, no, continue. And she's like, that's enough sword play for right now. Could you just go? Could you just go to Slar, please? <laughs> then um, <laughs> start playing the song from Ghost. So Gedrin's like, "All right, use the talisman, make a storm. We'll lure him into the cave with the killing machine." Um, and they go into that cave because, and they're like, "We were obviously led here by that storm, so we should not go any further." Uh, Prince Tarn's like, "Go look for treasure. Get in trouble. Can do." Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so he finds a friggin' pearl. Uh, sticking out of a statue, tells Falcon to steal that shit. And of course, like Goonie style, you take the pearl out and all the water starts rushing in. And the killing machine is unleashed. Um, it, the killing machine is a serviceable puppet. It almost looks like it's metal. Yeah. Here's a... So... I'm, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. let me, let no, please, please, okay, please. So, like, the, the killing machine, like, was unleashed because of the removal of the pearl. So, right their plan point. for them to be killed by the killing machine was reliant upon them doing that thing for sure. Yep. Which I... I called knew what they were about. He knew time was going to swipe that shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure, like, uh, that's that's the death trap. If somebody's just like, oh, I'm out of time, i got to break it. filling like, with water. It just yeah. started filling faster. Once okay. Yeah, but it also feels like, you know, it, you could control the storm, apparently, and just hit them with lightning. I, mean, uh, I just don't understand how this was at the same time the one of the best and the most terrible effects. Mm -hmm. like, that that all puppet was awesome. The puppet was really good. Like it was to a point. It was like Mecha Godzilla ish mm. with you know no limbs. It was like <clears throat> snaky. Right. But... The the it, well, I think the problem is the monster itself, not the puppet and the special effects work, but the muff the monster itself. I almost called it a muppet. <laughs> the, puppet. the monster <laughs> the is itself. questionable in its effectiveness. It appears to barely be able to attack you in the water. Every time yeah. it popped out of the and, water. Hello! Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't seem to be able to get you if you're at all out of the water. Like, Pretty much, yeah. Can't even, like, go a little bit out of the water or knock you in it, or anything. It did lunge at Falcon. Uh, a little bit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It went for his Tukus, but he, yeah. he picked it up. It also had some good hops when it uh, beamed he, he Red Sony in the head. He invoked the 80s butt cheek dodge. So, so yeah, so Arnold comes back. He's like, anybody need a Schwarzenegger? <laughs> and he yes, just please. jumps on this thing. And this this part of the movie looked legitimately fun to film. Like, Arnold's just hanging on to it like, wee. <laughs> As it just lazily circles the chamber with Arnold on it. Yeah, he does some Steve Irwin moves. Gets it in a headlock. Um, it's a typical mating butt. ritual. Yeah. yeah. He spends like 20 minutes wrestling with this thing just to go like, oh, yeah, I, I, I can't kill this thing. Mm -hmm. He tries stabbing it a few times, gets some metal clanky noises, and everyone just watches. They're like, I don't, I don't know what you're hoping to accomplish there, but <laughs> um, it's not doing much. No. 
So he's like, get it in the eyes. So Sonya jumps in, and while Arnold holds it, uh, Sonya stabs its eyes out. And this part's pretty brutal. Um, even yeah. though they're just, like, pearlized, it's still, like, this thing's screaming in pain. and That's right. Pearlized. It starts rolling around, and they're just like, right, we're going to go. We'll just <laughs> leave it here. Pearlized from clear eyes. <laughs> and it turns out they could have just walked up the staircase in this room the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. So, they could have, but... And it couldn't have followed them. It was a terrible try. I think the best thing about this scene mm. is that it interrupted the delivery of dialogue for a few mm. minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that did help. Because, I mean, this, this like, was on par with, no, no, Draculic is vampire. <laughs> like, just straight up porn mm. level. Yeah, Not it, the... the Oh, go ahead. It just, it's telling that through most of this movie, we had to question whether or not this was all ADR or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. they get um, they get Tarn out of the uh, the water, and um, he uh, immediately gives Red Sonia a hug, who he then like sneaks a little bit of a feel in <laughs> yeah, there while that's happening. Pretty slick move on uh, Ernie Hudson's part. I mean, I try it all the time with my wife and uh, it does <laughs> yeah. not work out that way. <laughs> and then they just yeah, they just leave and uh they're they're in a field where you try it with Russ. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just think... I listen, I can't blame you for trying. So Sonia's trying to like put ointment or something on uh arnold's wounds she that he gifts. got somehow and arnold is just giving her this look that is <laughs> like i am gonna fuck you oh yeah, yeah. Like, this is happening i've decided and he's i'll be generous you can decide what hole <laughs> so the answer is both yeah after <laughs> she finishes applying the bandage for oh, all three <laughs> what holes he grabs her and he's just like it is kiss time and um she's like uh, you have to beat me in a fair fight, you know. And he's like, so he just punches her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it like clocks her right in the face. Yeah, that <laughs> she goes down. That would have been perfect timing. Like you know, I can't be with anyone unless I win in a fair. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! All right, we're doing this now, right? <laughs> okay. So yeah, so she's like, I'm gonna go lie down, try to sleep, and he's like, prepare to be conquered, and he draws her sword with his sword, um, and they have a sword fight. Um, and, you know, it's a semi-serviceable fight. I like that, uh, Prince Tarn, he's like, oh shit, Sonya's in trouble. So he, he jumps down onto, uh, onto Kaldor's here and, like, grabs his, his neck and starts, like, punching him. And Arnold just grabs his scruff with one hand, like, what did I do with this? Yeah. And, um... We call it? He Probably just, how he delivered his illegitimate children, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he puts uh, Ernie Reyes down, and, um, you know, Sonia's like, thank you for coming to my rescue, but I'm okay. We're just practicing. So they're fighting, and, you know, at first, Prince Tarn's like, I'm going to fight, too. I want to, you know, mime along to this. This is exciting. And then they keep fighting and fighting. And then you see, like, Ernie Reyes is just sitting there, like, lazily swinging his sword and then finally, my, my sword's a little raw at this point. I gotta stop. Yes. Like even yeah. I want him to just bang now. Jeez, I, yeah, uh, do it. He's like, why does she fight so hard? She doesn't want to win. Mm. And eventually, they just collapse in exhaustion, too tired to fuck. The fight's a draw. Uh, so now it's time to go. Uh, after we've expended all of our stamina, let's go sneak into Castle Circle Door. Great time. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh. 
yeah, we reach Castle Circle Door, and um, they they basically they trick Tarn into staying outside because they're like, someone's got to watch the door. And Falcon's like, well, I'm too scared. And Arnold's like, oh, that's too important of a job for me. And then Sonia's like, well, I have to go inside. So he's and like, fuck you guys, I'll stay here. <laughs> Well, then they stare at him for like twenty minutes yep. while he yeah, slowly it's a long it scene. Whoop. John has just pooped some sort of electronic device or firearm onto the floor. Hopefully, not a firearm. Like, <laughs> Both. Jeez. Oh. Uh-huh. Electronic device, firearm. New iPhone gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not a thing yet. Yeah. Sonia gives him a little bit of a kiss, bids him adieu. And they climb the the faces that are just in the wall of Castle Circle Door uh, up to a pipe, climb in there. Which is not really fair. Because once she kisses him, that's pretty much like, oh, this character's dying. Mm-hmm. It's weird because it's a kid, but all right, it's the 80s, you know. But she gives him a kiss. Mm-hmm. That means he's going to die. That's what well, it's supposed no. to mean. We'll see what you know what comes of this. Oh yeah, it's the it's the <laughs> sweet little kiss on the cheek. It's not like a mm. you know. So it doesn't mean he's gonna die. <laughs> it's it's the when you grow up and fuck somebody, you're gonna be thinking about me that first time. Yeah, that's right. So we cut to Eichel and uh, Queen Gedrin, and like the whole palace is fucking shaking apart, and he's like, "The talisman's too strong. We gotta stop." And she's like, "I'll never stop." I love it so much. And he's like, well, I'm going to take all your money and leave. She's like, fuck off. <laughs> so Eichel goes to leave. And uh, we get a, a pretty cool fight here where Sonia's just standing there like an idiot while this one like guy with a pitchfork sneaks up behind her. But then Arnold's like, ha, and cuts his pike in half. And then like a whole row breaks out. And um, I like the kill where uh, Falcon gets a guy, like, clubs him a few times, throws him in, like, a minecart, and then wheels him over to, like, the pipe they came in on, and throws up the minecart so fast that the guy goes, like, sumo headbutt, like, right down the pipe. Um, Is that the Dookie pipe? Probably the... Wilhelm-esque scream. A garter robe, if you will. So now Arnold's like, whoop. I'll go left, you go right. Falcon, you go center. And son, Falcon's like, fall down this hole? Can do. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the the dinner shoot. Like, do you just, you, did I throw food down there and that's how it lands on the table? Because uh... <laughs> it just, maybe? It dumps his fat ass out right into it the middle of a, shoot. of a dining, <laughs> yeah, a dining room table. It opened up into just a flat hole in the wall, so yeah. it didn't, I like, mean, continue. It yeah, it's all... Maybe all the people down below just eat the shit of the people up above. <laughs> well, so here's what I'm thinking, though, right? It's a hole in the floor that goes to a chute that projects it on a table, and there's a mine cart right there. Yeah. I'm thinking the kitchen just loads that up with whatever scraps. <laughs> yeah. And then could be. like, everyone ready? Just well, all the guards that were down there, like, kind of stared at Falcon for a minute. Are like, are <laughs> we, we supposed that? to eat it? And <laughs> eventually they were like, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Falcon grabs a turkey leg, which, of course, now he's stronger. He's using, like, Simon Belmont <laughs> rules and just starts beating everyone's ass in this room. Um, Arnold shows up as well, also starts beating ass, and the cafeteria fight's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. He's doing, he's making some sweet moves. He's got his, he's got his bone. The only yeah. questionable kill I had was, um, Arnold puts a guy on one part of the table, which is 
broken like a seesaw, picks that part up, and the guy just rolls down to the other end of the table onto the ground, and he's like, oh, <laughs> and he dies. Yeah, he's like, you killed me. Oh, no. I think he just knew what was happening. Yeah. Like, well, maybe he just got a bunch of slivers on the way down. He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So, I just want to go this whole home. Sets made of plywood. <laughs> Get me some tweezers and yeah, my I mean, mommy. Considering the time, he just had a bunch of diseases, and they just caused a bunch. Of That's true. They yes. just rattle around his body. It's like, oh, we didn't get dinner tonight. I was one citrus away from scurvy. <laughs> so, I call now. Is trying to escape. You okay, John? And he he opens the circular door of the castle. And I'm afraid John has the itis. Mm. Um, so Tarn comes running in and it's Tarn versus Eichel and, uh, you know, they're like, uh, Tarn slashes his gold sack. So like all the money spills out on the floor and he's like, I'm going to get you for that. And they have a bit of a sword fight, um, and, which then turns into, uh, Tarn just like kicking the shit out of him and hitting him with like a bone club. Till I call remembers he's like, I'm twenty times bigger than you. It just fucking slaws off and slaps <laughs> just, and yeah. to the ground. Can I comment on the open hand slap for sure. one second? Because, you know, as a father, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not saying this to prescribe to anybody how they should treat their children, mm-hmm. but I have vowed to never hit my child. I've so far done not But but you've that. dreamed about it. <laughs> watching that film. You didn't vow not to dream for a second. Because yeah, no. oh. I never have and I'm never planning <laughs> on it. But boy, that was satisfying <laughs> to Catharsis watch. Can come. Um, in many forms. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm ever going to do it. I'm simply saying if I do, I now know what it's going to look like. <laughs> if it happens in my head. I've learned the technique. Not as good as the Joffrey slap from Game of Thrones. Oh, nothing's as good, good as that one. But this was this is a good open hand slap on a small child. <laughs> um, so uh, he's like... I'm going to get away and starts running for the door and then just trips over nothing and lies down right in the path of the giant circular door, which squishes him in an Indiana Jones-esque manner. Yeah. And Tarn's just like, that's pretty gross. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go run and try to, you know, find Sonya now. And now, like, we've been glossing over it, but Matt mentioned it. The acting in this movie is highly suspect yeah and it culminates here in this part where you need to see her face like i can't do it justice but she's running down this hall and she's just like gedrin where are you where are they you just used way too much emotion on your face right? yeah i know like I where pooped, are you i pooped a little so like no emotion on the upper half but like a hulk hogan style like ooh. i mean <laughs> on the bottom. she is dish Sweet Norwegian. Norwegian. I think it's Danish. Scandinavian. Yeah, I, I do Danish believe she is Danish. But the, is... I think that is the thing. Like, we got, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who at the time still, you know, I, I think he was a lot more yep. fluent with English at this point. Mm. But Born in Denmark. Not, there you go. Uh, there you go. But yeah, we had a model who was literally like we saw her on the cover of a magazine. Put her as the lead, in, well, the second in this mm. movie that we're gonna lie about who the lead is, uh, and then like a child and the guy who played Blue. Like it's not, it's not top tier exactly here, you know. I think so. I think I could fairly say that Arnold is outacting everyone in this film. Oh yeah. Probably. With the exception of maybe Falcon. Well, yeah. Like, maybe. I'd say Falcon. But he doesn't have much to do. Yeah, he's just kind of well, hanging out. That's the thing. Like, the, the 
arguably the best actors in this have the smallest parts, mm-hmm. so it's just kind yeah. of a but recipe for that disaster. puppet was the best actor, the killing machine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but Brigitte Nielsen was also like this is her first movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't I don't blame them for not giving her top billing because mm-hmm. nobody knows who the hell she is. Yeah, it, it, again, I, I bring it up more because it was a shitty deal where they basically lied to Arnold about him being essentially the star of this movie and calling it Red Sonia and then having her have, you know, play second fiddle to him most of the time. No, stop, please, don't, stop. Don't do it. Wow. Ugh. So, Ugh. Uh, trailer five. And pregnant Bridget Nielsen, or Brigitte Nielsen. Anyways, With um... Nothing is off the table. Yeah. If she was 54? Four years ago. That was 2018. Mm. With... She was no. in... She's gotta be older than that. She was nope. impregnated rectally for that one. Wait. She was very young when she made this movie. She was like 21 or 22. Yeah. Either way. Also with who? No. Flavor Flav. Yeah, this matter. is from 2018. I'm hoping that's not true. It's it was a big... fifth child. Clock. Yeah. Age 54. Wow. Anyway. So... Check... Necklace. Check out this nefarious sneakiness. Tarn comes running into the throne room, right? And uh, the handmaiden of uh, Queen Gedrin here is like, Oh, I don't know where Gedrin is, and I'm a lady, and I need a man to take care of me. Also, I'm hot. Come on, kid. He's like, done, deal. Let's (laughs) do this. I'll walk over there. He's got his fucking strut going. Oh, playboy. He has got that strut down, too. Like... Yeah, and, um, friggin' deer in the headlights here. Deer he is, Ranger Rick, because he's a kid. He is immediately just snatched up by Queen Ketrin. <laughs> just does not even notice her in the peripheral vision. Um, deer so, highlights. Yeah, he's a prisoner God now. And Sonya shows up through, like, some back way into the throne. And, um, it's like, let him go. You'll fight me. And so Tarn leaves. The handmaiden's just like, can I go? It just <laughs> runs away. I just don't want to be here anymore. And, um... The castle's imploding. I'm gonna yeah. leave. So, uh, we get Sonya versus Queen Gedrin here, and we we get, we get a fight here. So, um, we do. They, they throw down... First off, Gedrin takes off her golden mask that she's been wearing the whole movie to reveal that the scar that Sonya gave her. A small scar. Yep. Um... And they begin sword fighting, and it's pretty clear that uh, she's still Queen, perfectly attractive. Yeah, Queen Gedrin is just point. like a lady holding a sword, and Sonya is like an Amazon princess because yeah. Gedrin's not doing so well. Um, I also just want to throw. Out, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, on that point, it's not the best makeup job. And a couple mm-hmm. times when she turned the right way, I was just like. Oh, look, you could just peel that right off. <laughs> like, I, see the edges. I'm pretty sure there's parts of the fight where she doesn't even have the scar on I, oh, her. Oh, I'm certain there are. I am certain. <laughs> I, I think Gendron's, like, war style is, like, have some dudes go burn down a homestead and mm-hmm. sexually assault somebody. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> her whole strong side. So, so the man that pushes the porn projector around does this, like, ha! Like, super choreographed, leaping grab behind on Sonya. It gets her in, like, a reverse bear hug. And she just throws him over her shoulder and fucking runs him through. Um, but then yeah, the wizard's <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. Very mannish stunt double. <laughs> um, the, the wizard's like, I can do magic. <laughs> starts teleporting Queen Gedrin around the room. Zap, you're over here now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I miss this part or I just, yeah. 
wasn't paying enough attention, but like it just starts cutting to him fucking around with potions and making yep. these things happen. I'm just like, what? he's right there. Where? Yeah, where is Scott? What is? Why are we yeah. watching Doctor Forrester all of a sudden? Don't blink, Red Sonia. She's over here now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think his plan is just to make Red Sonia run around till she's yeah, tired. Tire herself out. Once these creepy crawlers cool off, you're gonna be covered with bugs. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, Beekman's world. What the fuck? He like teleports her a few times. Then finally onto her throne, and she's looking all cool, like ha ha. Yeah. So then Sonia starts like running up the stairs to attack her, and he's like, "I got a dagger!" and scrapes his little magic plate, which puts a cut on on Red Sonia, and then he does it again. And then Red Sonia's looking at Gedger and sees Gedger and look at the wizard, like, "Yo, keep fucking cutting her." And Red Sonia's like, "I'm sorry. Hold on one second." <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gedrin, I think I'm allowed a 15-minute lunch break. <laughs> I think she's on to us. <laughs> I get a 30 and two 15s, okay? I'm going to take a 15 now. This fucking wizard just stands there. And she just runs on over, smashes his chemistry set. And this guy, he, he has these long black fingernails that you think he would at least try like a row or something. <laughs> Please, Sonia. I have to sign out for those chemicals every day. But he reacted to her approach like an extra in Italian Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Just, oh, yeah. Those come out of my paycheck, you know. Well, he also reacted as they treated this for most of the scene, which is just, she can't see me. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, we can. You are very visible. No, what the fuck I'm an extra. I'm not actually here. You are the queen. Yeah. I'm hiding behind the chemicals. <laughs> so. Didn't you want to see... The teleporting queen Samoa. It, it was almost like a comedy where you had like two people fighting each other and the music's building and building until one of them just stops and look, looks over at the DJ and is like, could you fucking stop with the music? <laughs> That's what it felt like. So Sonia, this isn't very sexy of you. Sonia makes the most pissed off face and swings her sword as some guy off the off the camera, throws a severed head of the wizard in the air. <laughs> Just fucking murders this dude. Yeah, we were enjoying that spirit Halloween trip. Gedrin's like, oh, I didn't think she would do that. <laughs> Time to run away into the room with a thousand candles in it. <sighs> um, where now the fight choreography has devolved into I'll swing from the left, you swing from the right. <coughs> now you well, swing lucky. from the left and I'll swing from the right. <laughs> and then just, I'm going to hold my sword right in front of me. Yep. <laughs> You're going to do all the swinging. Well, Watch yeah. out for the wobbly floor. <laughs> we had two th one is to mention this uh, uh, amulet thingy, whatever is causing, it's getting too powerful, it's causing the whole mm -hmm. place to fall down. But this also is like a, we're going to take this fight now to like a full half hour. Mm. But these people only had like a day of training. So yeah, you're just getting the same moves. That's... Arnold Arnold shows up and he's like, Sonia, look at me. And like, she's fighting this other fucking woman. Like, what do you want? What do you have to tell her? So Arnold and Falcon pick up the door and Tarn goes, Sonia, hold on. We're going to make this more complicated for you. Yeah. So they deploy Tarn in there. And like, he's just like, oh, get stuck under this candle thing. Done. Yeah. I'm here, yeah. I'm here to help. I'm here to help you. Oh my God, help me! Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, by this point, um, Gedrin is just out of stamina, 
And, like, you know the part in Return of the Jedi where Luke, like, succumbs to the rage and almost goes to the dark side and just unleashes his full fury on Darth Vader and, like, cuts and cuts and cuts at his, his lightsaber until he finally knocks it out of his way and cuts Darth Vader's hand off. And it's, like, you're like, no, Luke, don't don't be that intense. Um, so uh, picture that scene with, like, except... I was like, keep going. Except everyone involved... Didn't yes. give one Do shit. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> so like, Gedrin's just holding her sword, and um, Sonya's just swinging at it for like an hour, and eventually Gedrin's sword breaks in half, and she's like, "Well, you might as well just stab me in the chest." Yeah. Sonya's like, "Can do." These boobs ain't doing anything for anybody. Tell you what, I'll lie you down on a green screen, and we'll just make it almost look like you fell in that chasm. <laughs> Yeah. Why is every like bad villain castle in the '80s built over a magma chamber? It seems like a very, very bad engineering choice. You did a lot of things wrong back then. When you get defeated, the good guys can't move into your house. So it costs a lot of money to build a castle like that. So you got to get the land cheap. Like (laughs) that's fair. Um, or if we're going by Star Wars rules to bring that up again, I guess wherever you got horribly maimed is where you want to build your house. So, so that's why I live in West Haven. <laughs> <laughs> Sonya's like, uh, take that West Haven. Here, here's the deal: this thing likes the dark. This talisman, this ta- it doesn't Docks. like the dark. It likes the light. I'm just gonna throw it into this river of fire. And um, I guess lava destroys the talisman. I don't know. Um, either way, this being an 80s movie, this this evil layer is fucking going up. Oh, yeah. And this is like the one part of the movie they do not half-ass. They blow the <laughs> fuck out of this model. Oh, yeah, they do. I mean, the sets have all been really good. Yeah. Well, the castle did the best acting in the movie. It's, it did. Actually, yeah, the castle did outact that puppet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a legit cool series of explosions. This is like they put a whole like bundle of firecrackers in this yeah. castle model. But this is also again one where we just like this went on way too long. Yeah. Like every couple minutes, it's, something else is exploding. And they reach more than one door that they have to figure out to open. But at this point, the movie's overstayed its welcome. Um, and many strength rolls are made to open these doors, and they finally get out of the big circle door. Uh, and at this point, the uh, the castle circle door is blown completely apart and is replaced with a volcano um and sonia and co go running away and uh then they all get on horses and sonia's like telling falcon and tarn like the way back to holcob is over there go (laughs) over there arnold's like i don't care if they watch (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically In fact, it. I prefer. <laughs> he's just like, I cannot date the woman unless she beats me in the fair fight. So she like, I'll try. And they like, ex- they touch swords like three times and then start smooching. And it's like, credits, go now. Yep. And the moral of the story is it's a story about a woman who didn't want a man's help. But yep. <laughs> yeah, that is the moral. Yeah. That's like whether she wanted very unempowering. <clears throat> they, they say that like explicitly at this point in the movie. Didn't want to date men, but was told she had to. Yeah. Mm. So ultimately she did. Turns out it was pretty cool. But also every like major problem solving event they faced uh was 
solved by Arnold Schwarzenegger being like, "I'm just really strong." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it, but it was a, it was a team effort. Like, you know, she would she would get caught unawares, <laughs> and he would just he would create the distraction that she needed to to do her thing. Oh, but I'd like yeah. enough of these encounters though were like. She was handling herself, and he's just like, oh, I get to kill people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Came over and started just murdering. It's called it, teamwork. It wasn't, yeah. well, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Playing outright to your strengths. terrible on that front, but it is, like, a little too much of, you know, she's the hero, and she's mm-hmm. gotten herself into trouble, and how's she going to get out of this? I know, a wild Arnie appears, and he just... Yeah. Pops out of the tall grass and kills a bunch of people. It's about like, what you expect from the outside. Yeah! yeah. Like, Aliens Excluded, it's about what you... Well, Aliens hasn't come out yet, but Alien Excluded, it's about what you expect for 1985 in that regard. Probably even more ahead of 85. Either way, <laughs> um, that's Red Sonia. That it is. It existed. Yay! Tony! The Ghost of Christmas Past. Wants oh, where to... you had the past and present. Oh, Ghost of Christmas Future wants to know what in the future was already listed on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Ghost of Christmas Future just told me I don't have one. So on RottenTomatoes.com, critics gave this a score of 21%. Oh, what? Audience gave this a score of 28%. Ooh. Oh, yeah, this was not appreciated because, oh, wow. again, the <laughs> acting is... Terrible. It's a serious liability. It is terrible. Uh, but that's their personal thoughts and opinions. What about you and yours, uh, Joe? Oh, I get. Oh, I'm not used to going first. Um, yeah. So, uh, this is not a good movie, but it is a serviceable film. Like, it's not. I think I'm gonna ultimately. I, I'm gonna recommend it very lightly. Uh, the acting is objectively terrible when arnold is your strongest actor that is a problem um the like whatever they try to do for humor doesn't really work the fighting's not that great um there's not really too many memorable moments or anything but at the end of the day like the sets are cool the costumes are cool uh the battle is good enough and it's it's like that right kind of schlocky stupid but like that schlock fantasy stupid that it works somehow. Um, so this isn't a movie I would like show to people of like, you want to see a cool movie, but this is a great, like, let's put something on in the background while we do something else kind of movie. Um, good. Like if you're, you know, play this while you're, um, you know, working on your D and D game or something or whatever, playing Skyrim. I don't know. Yeah. Good Skyrim backdrop. Yeah. And, uh, the music is actually quite serviceable. Um, like I said, the guy who made the soundtrack was probably the one who tried the hardest overall. Maybe the set designer, too. Mm. Um, so overall, not a good movie, but a fun movie. Light recommend. Okay. Uh, Matt? <clears throat> I, I, I'm actually, I'm with Joe on this one. In, in that I would recommend it, but like not in that vein of, you know, it's a great movie, watch it. But more also, um, you know, for somebody who maybe is not as familiar with like 80s fantasy movies, mm-hmm. it's it's a really good kind of compare and contrast for like somebody who watches a Lord of the Rings movie. It's like, <laughs> look at the shit we had to deal with yeah. growing up <laughs> and see where like fantasy movies as a genre from being kind of like um, pushed down as, you know, like 
fat D&D players would yep. go see this and that was it uh, to like the pop culture thing. Uh, I was really impressed. Uh, Joe mentioned the music and I, I thought the scoring was excellent. Um, but the set design, like especially the use of mm-hmm. practical effects for props, the sorts of like giant animal skeleton set mm-hmm. pieces that were made uh, were very, very impressive. And I, I feel like those people who were all in like the production, they're like, oh my God, dude, we're working on this movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be in it. Holy shit. Uh, and then <laughs> the acting actually happened in it. And these poor people that poured their heart and soul into the sets and music and everything were just like, oh, God damn it. The sets were um, based Frank Rosetta's paintings. That, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, but it, it was it was well executed. But I think it's like it's a good comparison. Um, uh, anybody who has a remote interest in fantasy and even, you know, like I've got kids that are students, you know, who are starting to get into D and D and by extension, they're discovering fantasy both as a like, uh, uh, fiction like genre, uh, and, um, uh, I just lost my train of thought there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, uh, film as well. So they're looking into more things like, you know, they've got things like Vox Machina, mm-hmm. uh, to watch, but then they're, they're hungry for more. So they want to check out more stuff and there's a lot of schlocky, badly done stuff. And I think kind of like directing people back to like the roots of where fantasy, like, yeah. Conan. Uh, I, I'd say my my final closing argument would be needs more booba. I mean, did have booba, <laughs> not enough. Well, uh, we are settling like Conan movies. For, yeah, had a lot eight, of booba for an eighty-five. Yeah, fantasy yeah. schlock movie. The the booba level was. But you could tell, low, like some some Italian producer walked in and it was like, but the booba somewhere, <laughs> the projector. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where they got it for Demolition Man? Yeah, that's exactly where they, they had that. Um, I will say one other thing. Uh, um, I am a sucker for pale redheaded ladies. In the, this didn't no. do it for me as much as Sorsha, but um, this was probably number two growing up. Uh, that mullet has not stood the test of time. <laughs> yeah, no. But, you know, little little 10-year-old Joey didn't care. I, I, I'll keep that train going by saying, yeah, light recommend... Uh, it's not, it's, you know, not exactly offensive or anything. It's certainly not as much as some of the trash we've watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also not that engaging or entertaining. So yeah, you know, throw it on in the background or have, you know, kind of a bit of a laugh with some friends because we had a good time, you know, while we were watching it together and everything. But ultimately, if you're looking for fantasy, there are better options. So mm. I'll, I'll just leave it at a light, light recommend because, yeah, again, the acting <laughs> is terrible. And while the sets might have been based on, you know, the, the Conan drawings, they were, you know kind of made by like four-year-olds <laughs> well i mean that's a bit harsh but you know like it's just it, not four-year-olds but less, a, a modest budget i'll say mm-hmm. um so yeah just a light recommend for me uh rob um so first i want to give thanks to uh jennifer lawrence without whom there would not be any uh female lead characters so <laughs> yeah that's true she thank her the female thank her for start. paving the way so we could have movies like red sonia mm-hmm. <laughs> um other than that uh yeah I, I echo what the rest of you guys said it's it's totally fine you know fantasy action movies you know you get to see your pretty redhead lady sword fighting and honestly like i felt a lot of the times that the sword fights like went on for too long 
and there were just like everything went on for a little too long. It sounds crazy to say, but there were too many sword fights. I think the number was right, but the the choreography was not different. It's like all the, yeah, to, it's like all the same. It's just yeah. like the same, like bring bring bring, swing my arm over this way, swing my arm over that way. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's totally it's a totally fine movie to have on. So I recommend it. Yeah, it's fun. I, I kind of feel like, I, you know, I, I know this isn't how it happened, but I, I feel like this was a, okay, they're just keep doing the same fight thing. We have to end the fight scene. Oh, that's the acting? All right, let's back to the fight scene. Back to <laughs> just, just, oh, wait, oh, okay, we're doing this one. We're doing this one thing. We're doing this one. Okay, okay. Uh, have Arnold come in. Kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the wrap it up music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, special birthday boy, John. Obviously, since this was my pick, I recommend it. But that's mostly just because you already did Conan without me, you fuckers. Because you're our special birthday boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for that. Um, That's the point. Yeah. No, my my first pick would have been Conan, but you already did that. So. Oh my god. What about Conan the Destroyer? Um, hey, Matt, can you I grab, rank that below this. Can you movie? grab that case oh. over there and get my um, teeny tiny call, little violin? Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me just play that uh, for you. <laughs> does, wait, hang on. Does it go? <laughs> yeah. If, if, you like, if you like 80s movies, if you like schlock fantasy movies, you got the best of both worlds here. I have, you know. Huge nostalgia goggles for this, you know, because that was basically those were the three movies that we had when mm-hmm. we were like ten. Was the two Conan movies in this one, especially they got any kind of regular airplay on uh, you know network television. So uh, yeah, it's not a good film, but it's a fun movie. It's I, a romp. <laughs> yeah, a romp. A fantasy a romp. Um, so yeah, I say check it out. So check out the movie. You know how I'm usually like, you know, I would usually say this is a good movie to try to remake because this was a movie that was close, but definitely needs improvement. However, do not because I, 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 I touched the tip of that iceberg today doing some Internet research. Holy crap. Has there been a bunch of bad ideas for remaking this movie? Did you, you heard about like the Rose McGowan one and stuff? So the Rose McGowan one, yeah, that I heard about years ago, and I'm like, that's the wrong woman to play Red Sonia. That makes no sense. She's like, I don't even think she weighs 100 pounds. Also, am I nuts or in the remake of the Conan movie, she was one of the witches or something in that, wasn't she? Uh, Yeah, I think she was one of the, the bad guys. What a fucking weird <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to follow that up with. Uh, but then, th- then they got into, uh, we're going to race swap her. Uh-huh. Um, so like, I- I'll, I'll give you like the, the chainmail bikini should go. I don't, I hate the chainmail bikini. I, I'll strip that from any character. Um, but like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. but the fucking, um, why are we watching? Yeah. <laughs> but like, like pale skin and red hair is like intrinsic to red Sonia. Hey, like yeah, that is she's kinda... red Sonia. <laughs> I don't know. Either way. Like, wait. Yeah, I am a big. Yeah, the reboot is actually in production now, though. It's been changed a bunch no, no, no. of times. Yeah, it's been in production, but on hold for like yeah. eight years. They just least, recast so. someone who actually looks like Red Sonia. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, but then I think they're trying to move forward. But it's Jesus, John, stop dropping things from your pockets. We're running a professional <laughs> operation That's here. The other phone. Listen to me while I go on my men's yeah. rights rant. 
Stop uh, doing all your drug de deals and dropping all your yeah. drug films. All right? But this is one of those movies. Don't try to remake this movie. Just just let it lie. I'm going to well, disagree. I, I want it to be redone, but by it, right But it's not going to. The right, right people. Don't try it right now. Yeah, you can't wait, do it right now. Yeah, wait yeah, too, a little bit longer. It's too and, out yeah. there right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's more don't remake this movie to remake this movie. Remake this movie when someone has a good idea. Yeah. Don't let Disney move. <laughs> or uh, Paramount, or yeah, so anyway, or let's any of them, or Amazon for that, or Amazon, Warrior <laughs> Galactic. Sun's coming up. Let's yeah. wrap this shit up. Oh, sorry, Tony's getting uncomfortable. Everybody, we gotta, we right. gotta stop talking. Well, also, I just fucking, I want to finish. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> I have preparations like to do uh, for, for John's <laughs> birthday party. I want I to finish. To. I need to come. All right. Well, uh, sounds like recommends pretty much all around. Are we? Rolling? We should roll. Yeah, let's roll. Okay, let's roll. Autobots. Worst case, we just delay it a week. There you go. I think it's my role, isn't it? Who the hell knows? Five. Yeah, worst case, we just tell people we had a show coming up that's not going to happen. Best, best oh, case no. scenario. And they had their it, calendars all set and everything. Did it burst out of its bag? Is that what I'm... I don't know. Tony I has... Well, yeah, you do that every week. <laughs> but uh, Tony's looking for the die and has just pulled a shredded piece of leather that looks kind of like its normal sack it hangs out in. <laughs> it might have escaped. No, no. I had this. Oh, that's a cape. That's a Batman cape. Okay. <laughs> I thought it just it powered out. <laughs> okay. You got a list? I do. Boom. 13. Unlucky number. Red Dawn. Oh shit! <laughs> Red no. Sonia to Red Dawn. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Wow! All right. Cool. <laughs> Best time for that film too. Wolverines. <laughs> All right. Well then. So, ready to kill be, some rooskies. It'll either be Red Dawn or you still have to be. Yeah, depending I mean, on schedule. You know, it's, yeah. But, yeah. Hey guys, guess what? Next time, there will be an episode. <laughs> you will enjoy an episode. Next time we record and put out an episode. It will be hosted by Mr. Black. <laughs> and feature a bunch of aging fat men. Wrap it up, yo. Hey, bye. Adios. That's a wrap. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy birthday, John. Happy New Year. Good night, everybody. See you in five years. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, and if possible, leave a review. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sponsor an episode, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can buy a t-shirt, hoodie, and more at Teespring. Or gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 4ampodcast. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.